So are you an entrepreneur who has done a lot of coaching programs? We're talking business and marketing programs, but you still don't feel like you've hit that big breakthrough. Well, that's what we're going to talk about in this episode of the Recovering Christian Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Cam Snow. And I am your co-host, Carla Snow. And we want to dive into this topic around what do you do when you've spent all this time, money, and energy on coaching programs and courses and mentors, but you still don't feel like you've got that result, that one, that big result that you're looking for. Or maybe you've created something that feels super aligned in your business, but you don't feel aligned and it's affecting your business. Those are some of the things we're going to talk about. And I want to cue off um, with a question for, I guess it's for both of us, okay. but I've been talking a lot already. So <laughs> I guess it's for you. Um, when you have a client who has come to you um, for for help after being in this situation where they've taken a lot of courses and done a lot of programs where they don't, they feel like I'm just not getting results and I don't know what's wrong. What do you typically find is one of the, is, is the issue? Like why, why has that been happening to them? Ultimately, when you treat a problem without looking at the entire system, the entire, like everything in totality, mm-hmm. you're going to get partial results. And what do you mean when you say the totality? So I liken it to uh, the difference between when you go to a doctor who specializes in the foot and they only focus on the foot, mm-hmm. but you don't just have a foot problem. You have a gait problem. There's like so many other things as part of your body and their whole system. Mm -hmm. So when someone, for example, comes in and says like, I am like, I am super smart in marketing and I'm doing these launches and Mm -hmm. it's just like every time it's like kind of like a pipe dream or they're procrastinating or there's all of these things that kind of like come up. Mm -hmm. And so they go to someone else for marketing help or they're like, oh, I just don't have a good sales system. So then they go and get sales help or they're told I have a mindset problem. So they go and they treat and like they go and like they deal with their mindset. And all of those things are very real, very important And at the same time, when you do work that is only treating one part of the system, you're not going to receive the ultimate result. Mm. So you're saying that there's, there's not just different layers, but there's kind of different dimensions to the, to the problem. Yeah. And that somebody who's come to you has tried to solve it in only one dimension. Like, and this was, it's definitely my story of always looking for the next, you know, marketing strategy, even though I somewhere up here, I knew that that wasn't going to work because every program that I bought, like the strategies never really changed there. It's kind of all the same stuff at some point. And 
I kept going in that direction. Well, when you've invested in yourself as much as you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, for those listening, uh, we both have invested over a hundred grand. Two hundred. Two. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Combined. combined. Over. It's over two hundred. Yeah. Over two hundred grand in all kinds of different programs and therapies and all kinds of stuff yeah. to figure this out for ourselves. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And so if you are kind of thinking like, okay, I have started to invest in myself or, or you've already invested in so many different programs and you're kind of at the point where you're like, is the solution even possible? Yeah. Is there really, is there anything that can actually help? Yeah. And then you get a little jaded about yeah. continuing to invest. And that's actually kind of a tragedy is that a lot of people will take a few programs from either from people who are well-meaning and just not skilled in the area that they needed or who are straight up just scammers because there's a lot of those in our industry and like they have a few of those experiences and they're like, you know what? A solution is not available. Yeah. And or stop. Yeah. Or a lot of, um, a lot of what I've seen for clients that work with me is all of those programs are incredibly necessary to continue them on that, that path mm-hmm. to ultimately being able to look at the entire system. Yeah. Because there are times where, like, you've got to, like, kind of scout out the fringes of the fire before actually addressing it head on. Yeah, see how big it is. Yeah. Yeah, I get the boundaries. So there's something that you keep kind of, like, talking about, referring to the system. And so Carla very recently kind of got words for this kind of methodology or approach this approach that you've had for a long time and we're right now calling it the four bodies method or approach um would you explain what that is because i obviously we've had a lot of conversations about this because i'm i've been super fascinated by the way that you look at it because it's very very different from how i look at it or have ever seen seen other people look at it so can you explain like what the four bodies approach is yeah, so in the context of this. Yeah, I was gonna say right? uh... so somebody comes, they're like, oh my gosh, I have a mindset problem. And you're like, oh, well, we need to do a four bodies analysis. Yeah. So for someone who's coming in and has has been told they're thinking too small or they have a mindset problem, or their stories are getting in the way, or their belief system, or or uh, you know, something of that nature, or really they have uh, money mindset issues or, you know, different things, yeah. issues, problems, essentially. It's that is just talking about what I call is the mental body, where it is your relationship to your brain and how your brain processes and catalogs information mm. that is your mental body it's like your intelligence yeah mm. uh you're well one because you also have emotional t- yeah, intelligence so 
and muscle memory. You also have physical intelligence. So there is the, so much that I see is that throughout all of our journeys, we commonly will kind of segment out these four different bodies. Mm -hmm. And what are they? The four bodies is your physical body, mm-hmm. your mental body, your emotional body, and your spiritual body. Mm-hmm. And I believe that those connected, tied together with the energetic connection mm-hmm. or the Holy Spirit, if you will, mm. it, that together is your actual whole body like if you were to think of your true identity the entirety of your being it includes those four Mm -hmm. and so what does this have to do with what we're talking about with like the business problems marketing sales that sort of thing is when you have a when you approach it with okay i have an intellectual problem a yeah. brain intellectual problem. I lack the proper strategy. Yeah, I lack the proper strat- strategy. And then you learn that strategy and then it doesn't give you the same amount of result as somebody else. Yeah. Because that is only addressing one part of what gets affected when we have an issue or a problem or a perceived issue or perceived problem. Mm-hmm. So, for example, there is, I can look at your business, or actually you look at the business. I can look at the entrepreneur themselves and be able to point out the issues in their business because we've all heard this personal, you know, business problems are personal problems. Well, that's because you can't separate out the different bodies. Mm-hmm. And if you continue to treat problems without seeing it in its entirety of like kind of how does it affect every bot every part of your body that is where the result kind of falls short Hmm. but that's also why i mentioned that these programs are still necessary Mm -hmm. stepping stones because it's a level of awareness Mm -hmm you know yeah and so you have you you have to go through the process of trying all the strategies and getting all the coaches and getting all the mentors to arrive at a place where you're like okay this is clearly not the problem like i've this is my third marketing program that i've joined and i'm still in the same place yeah as i was I'm still not comfortable with sharing my story. I am. I'm still sharing surface level content. Well, yes, but also like things that we literally see. So like issues that we literally see on a daily basis is people sharing content. And then the people that are walking through their virtual doors, if you will. Mm -hmm do not reflect their your values mm-hmm. your position yeah what you actually want to do right there is a mis- mismatch 
That's yeah. one way of doing it. Yeah. Another thing that we've also seen is yeah. lots of people are coming through the door and then there's a break in the transition in the client, the potential client journey. And so a lot of people think it's sales, which don't get me wrong, sales skills, oh, sales skills, super important for sure. Yeah. The ability to like you're getting basically you're getting leads, but you're not getting sales. Yeah. 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 Like there's definitely like you do need those people. We mm -hmm. know some brilliant sales coaches, sales systems people, and yeah. it's it's so vital. And at the same time, there's still an element within each of those different pillars of business where it infiltrates and touches on events in the past right. that has led to a fracturing of your body. Mm -hmm. And so that is where business problems interconnect with personal problems. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, it's like you see that somebody has an issue in one of these areas and you're like, yeah, but this is only like, there's, this thing is not just in this area, it's in all of them. Mm -hmm. And the reason that you're not making progress is because you're only fixing this one one problem of a, a four-sided wheel, essentially. Yeah. That you you're not one-dimensional. You're you're four-dimensional. Yeah. yeah. You have to like figure out these these other pieces mm -hmm. in order to actually like make a change. And like what people don't understand about, you know, when you're getting you're getting leads, but it's not the right people right that's a messaging problem but what people don't understand and this is where this comes in is that messaging a messaging problem is a way of being problem your message and your messaging comes from how you live your life period and if yeah. you are preaching a message of integrity and you want people who have integrity to come into your world then you better have integrity yourself because otherwise like you're not <laughs> like there's a mismatch your words will ring hollow and this was this was a big problem for me for a long time because i would say a lot of things that i didn't believe for myself and this is where like say that once more for the people in the back <laughs> i would say a lot of things that i didn't believe for myself and i'm and i'm not just saying like like business claims or revenue claims or things like that. Actually, that's actually the least relevant. The most relevant is when you say things to your audience like, I care about you. Or this problem is, is a painful problem and I know what it's like and I want to help you through it. When you don't believe that you can help them through that it, you can help them through it. When you don't believe, when you don't care for yourself, and you tell your audience that you care for them, there's a mismatch. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's part of that's why we do the story work because that cuts through all those layers. Yeah. It helps you access the truth about who you are to your audience. Yeah. Which I think is a large part on like why we are doing this podcast together as well, because Cam has this program called the Story Bank mm -hmm. that we're going to get into a little bit because it's going, we're going to talk about 
uh, certain elements that you can take action on today. Uh, well, I guess technically when you're watching this <laughs> recording, uh, it might be a night. So when you're watching, you can take action very quickly and understanding that there is an element of when you essentially, quote, take care of all of the problems you foresee and you still have something that feels off, it's out of alignment, the results are lackluster, you are miserable, or you are living in some sort of fear, or there's a perception of risk. There is, the feeling is not great. Yeah. Stay tuned. We're also going to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) So on the, speaking of messaging. Yeah. And speaking of like, kind of like the marketing problem. Yeah. Because first, like, we've got to acknowledge that we operate, we as in the plural we, we operate with seeing problems with how it's the signs and symptoms, if you will, the presenting problems. And so we want to help you through those. And then there is another piece that we'll also get into. So for now, with messaging, yeah. what in your opinion is some like something that they can reflect on for themselves mm. when they're watching this that is kind of imperative? Now, obviously, with the story banking system, like you literally like you take care of everything from yeah. Well, like connection and objection handling and like every, every piece of the marketing and sales process can be done through your story and it can feel natural and it can feel aligned. It doesn't have to feel like you're making a hard pivot in how you are being. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And like, I know that technically with the story bank, you are like literally interviewing and story extracting and so that like this whole process is is feels so effortless like there's it is a level of ease within it mm-hmm. but there are obviously some of our listeners that are not in story bank so what can they do or what is the thing that might help them yeah um fun this is actually really interesting because copy and messaging and the attraction marketing works like marriage does and like men and women do work in polarity and so there are masculine and feminine dynamics within your copy and in your messaging and oftentimes we tend to lean towards one energy or the other so a lot of um what we do to mitigate those things is we provide tools around accessing both. So if you know that you lean more masculine, then what you want to do is you want to exercise um, the experience of your feminine, which is the connection story. That's your Mm -hmm. connection energy. There's vulnerability in that. There is um, openness to it. So the connection story, um, the prompt around that is 
what is the emotional outcome that you want your client to walk away with when you're done with your work, when you're done with all the things that you do, what do you want them to feel on a semi-permanent basis? Like you're helping to essentially install a new feeling in their life. Yeah. With your work as a business coach or a mindset coach or a consultant or whatever the thing is that you do. Um, Even just selling a thing, you're selling a widget, you're trying to install a feeling. That's an interesting way of putting it. Um, So then you want to ask, why does that matter to me? And that is where you can go as deep as, as you're able. And you'll discover a lot about what connects you to them because you'll start to access some of the real story about why this matters to you, which is also why it matters to them because they have a similar story. So that's the connection side. If you lean more into your feminine energy, typically in your content and in your way of being, then you probably want to lean into the authority story and lean into the masculine energy. And that is like- I want to interject. When you're more in your feminine, I've seen this a lot where like you have a lot of fans- yeah. A lot of engagement, a lot of height. They love your stuff. They love your stuff. And yet they're, 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 the conversion is utter garbage. Yeah, either you don't get a lot of leads or you're booking a lot of like these, um, you're booking a lot of calls, but you're not closing on, on your sales calls. Yeah, um, yeah. And there's a whole that's one way that it yeah one manifestation of it so continue so like the leaning into the authority story and the masculine is like deliver like talking about the results the things that you have done the results you've helped get for yourself for your clients and what i typically do with clients is i have them go back into their life and write like a success kind of timeline we call it the authority timeline um but if you're just listening to this and, and you want something quick and simple then just journal out the top three to five accomplishments that come to your mind that will tell you a lot or it'll tell me a lot and actually here's a here's a way to self-diagnose if you're doing this in an effective way Mm. um your the the things that you write as these are the results that i've created for myself or for others these are my accomplishments they should be as specific as possible there should be numbers. If numbers apply, there should be time frames. If time frames apply, at the very least, there should be a rating scale. So something like what you could say is if you're building authority and credibility around the fact that you can help people through um, like a depressive area in their life, like depression kind of thing, not clinically, um, then you might sh- talk about how you took your depression and anxiety from like overwhelming a 10 out of 10 all the time and then got it to a place not only where it was lower in like a three or a four or five or whatever it was, but you had the ability to to modulate it when it got high. You're like, oh, I'm at a 10. I know how to turn that down, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. an incredible skill, right? So that's, yeah. a, that's an accomplishment, but you notice how we took a feeling and we added a number to it. It's like, 10 out of 10 depression, and now it's a three. Like that's mm-hmm. how you can quantify when you're in the mindset niche or when you're in a softer niche where it's kind of like, well, I, I help people feel better, but it's like, okay, well, there's real value to those emotions. Assign a scale to it, a rating system. So then you write down three to five of those accomplishments. And that will push you. Because if you find yourself writing things like, people say I'm a good friend, then you're avoiding. It's not that it's not there. It means that you're avoiding. It should be like, I helped 
you know, a friend have a $50,000 launch. Maybe that's not your story. Maybe it's a $5,000 launch. It doesn't really matter. What matters is, is how you relate to it. Because to your audience, you're an authority. So by definition, <laughs> right. so you can either own it or pretend it's not there. And that that one will affect conversions more so than the connection story. The connection story, if you don't if you don't share your connective side, you'll get bad clients, but you'll probably get clients if all you do is share authority. Mm. But with yeah, like you'll you'll get bad clients if you only share authority and not a connection. Gotcha. So like when just like client wins and different things when it's like easy, especially like when you're in the marketing space or mm -hmm. sales or something where it's like very easy to have sign a number. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. When you're, so yeah. what you're saying is when you find yourself where that just kind of like flows freely and mm -hmm. yet there's still a misalignment, there's still a, uh, the results that clients that are coming in or getting is not consistent or you find that it is very draining to show up to mm -hmm. those calls mm -hmm. or it's just like, there's something off. There's something missing. Yeah. And so that's where the connection piece is coming in. Yes. Because the connection piece is the truest way that we know of to unveil the true self. Like the real person underneath all of those layers. You got to cut down through those layers to get to that person. And you probably have a different way of explaining it with your four bodies um, approach. But like that's <laughs> that's how I look. It's like like unearthing and unveiling this thing that's already been there. Yeah. And yeah. the authority story adds credibility to the depth. Mm -hmm. It adds credibility to the depth of the person that you're revealing. Yeah. Which speaking of which, so kind of moving into from the literal like writing to the the other piece, you already mentioned it of like your true being, like who are you being? And it's very common to hear like, um, it's not the doing, it's the being. There's like so many different variations of the saying of like basically. Yeah. In certain sub-niches of this industry, you might encounter a lot of people who say things like, it's not what you do, it's who you are. Yeah. Like, who you are being is more important than what you are saying kind of thing. Totally. Yeah. And I was uh, talking with a client the other day where uh, they had a practice from a different coach of visual visualizations and meditations on your future self. And they were like, I felt like I was like building a construct. Yeah. Like putting on armor. Is what yeah. yeah. Uh, building a construct. And so this is kind of like moving into the other piece of the work that we do is the fact that like when you are creating something, whether it's a marketing piece or communicating that connection or authority through your sales process, or in your team, we've also seen this in operations as well, is there's a, when there's a dissonance in your team, that also is reflected everywhere else. And so that other piece is like who you are being. And ultimately, when you have a disconnection, 
whether it's energetically through disconnection of the four bodies, disassociated, or what the most common is like, if you have not done core belief work, which is what I do, when you have not done core belief work, then who you are being is tinged in false identities from thing, events and things that have happened in your past. And so even when you create the connection story, mm-hmm. even when you can, you connect your authority and you're like, okay, great. I'm doing those things. And you're still getting only a partial result. You could be getting incredible results because truth be known, when we were just business coaches, like I helped one of my clients get from zero to 30K months. Like you had over $10 million in copy that was like money directly influenced. Like, right. When we were just the business coaches, the strategists, like there's incredible results. And at the same time, when there is also a deep rooted identity crisis <laughs> mm. where it's like who am i being but like also like who am i or like when you are visualizing Ooh. your future self and it feels like a construct versus a right like path a successful person that was created that generated those results it's like yes that person this identity works mm-hmm. it works to create money but it's not who i am yeah. And it's getting exhausting to keep this up, but I have to keep this up because that's what's running the business. Yes. Yeah. And then like there comes this time where you're like I can't do this anymore. I can't keep trying to construct this version out here that's going to run the business while I'm suffering over here. And you start like that's fundamentally what we're talking about. This whole thing mm-hmm. is like you've constructed yeah. an identity that's trying to run everything. And like at least for me, like none of the work that I was doing was really super effective because I was trying to build an identity that wasn't me. And I was yeah. like, here's my little decoy. And I'm going through these programs and I'm attaching all these strategies. Like, I don't know, I picture like a Lego dude was like <laughs> different weapons that you're swapping. Nice. Right? I like it. I like it. <laughs> Technically bionicle is what popped in my mind. Mm. That is um but yeah i'm just nerding down over here but that whole that whole concept was like there's something outside of me that i need to build in order for my business to be successful it was never a thought in my mind that like i was enough Hmm. to be able to run this business successfully it was my whole business was an exercise in the pursuit of something other than myself someone other than myself to be in the seat that God put me in. Wow. I did not know that. Whoa. That's really interesting. And it makes complete sense now. Huh. That is what happens. Wow. When you throw all of your energy into who you are being, when who you are is rooted in a false identity. Wow. Right. Like I need to build this this thing. 
and you just get tired. It's so exhausting. It's so exhausting. Oh my gosh. You're just like, man. Which leads to Can I ever relax? And it's like, if that's how you're doing things, then no, you can't. Yeah. Because you have a belief that everything will collapse if you let that thing fall. Yeah. Hustle culture, but the that's also thing in the world. Yeah. And then people who are in rebellion of that, that's why they resent their business or they purposefully sabotage themselves yeah. or they procrastinate. There's like the other side of it where like some people dive in or like this hasn't worked, but I'm just going to, I yeah. just need to work harder and then it'll work. Or there's the other people, myself included, who rebelled and was like, I will not. Yeah. do that and so then it's an then you find yourselves having like the business problems where it's like no matter what I do things fall apart or I am procrastinating I'm constantly I'm struggling to stay consistent where there's like a level of uh like showing up performing, performing. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's interesting. Because like I'd identified that whole performance thing, but I'd never really been able to take it anywhere. It's like, oh, here's this characteristic that like I know I have that makes me feel inauthentic. But what do I do with it? I didn't realize there was this model that I was trying to build. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting because a couple thoughts run through my mind. One is that like, you know, this is like ultimately the invitation of Jesus to mm. be like fully yourself. And the second thought that went through my mind is like, can I can talk about that right now? Because <laughs> we're in the practice of being fully ourselves and I don't need to censor and be like, oh, can I talk about Jesus? Even though we're talking to a an audience that is raised in the church, recovering, and many of whom still identify as believers. Well, not everyone. Not everyone. But like that whole thing is like, you know that's something that just is on my heart and went through my mind is because I think that that ultimately, ultimately is the invitation of Jesus is to be fully restored and have full access to the absolutely unbelievably beautiful human that God made you to be. And like, that's that like, and how does that work? I'm still unpacking that, but I know that shame has a lot to do with it. And shame and Jesus freed me from the shackles of that shame and of the I need to perform and be worthy thing. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. just like I can just let let go of it and stop trying to prove my worthiness because I was always taught that I was fundamentally unworthy. And I think that there's a difference between being worthless. And realizing your unworthiness, because unworthiness in the face of a holy God, I think that's a status that can change, right? Like having a formal title. Yeah. You know, um, versus I am worthless, which is absolutely the belief I actually had, and absolutely hmm. the belief that I think a lot of people have, have when God is saying, like, no, there's a boundary here, there's a boundary that I cannot let you violate versus you're a piece of crap. Like that thing that I made, like that is worthless. Love sets boundaries. Yeah. But like the worthlessness belief 
was actually the thing that drove all of that. So like connecting all of that back, it's this idea of like, how do you be fully open and sharing your connection story? How do you fully own the authority that you've created? I think ultimately there is something available through Jesus that allows you to let go of your shame and let go of your self-importance so that you can talk about the money that you've generated for people and it doesn't mean anything in the sense of like it having power over you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah because you know your ego can use that against you if you allow it to yeah you'd use that as a shield mm-hmm. yeah which i did yeah totally well <laughs> on that note <laughs> That was the whole thing. Yeah. On that note, if there's anything that came up for you in any of that, we would like to invite you into our Facebook group because we do the living room once a month. Next one is April 6th. Yep. April 6th. Which is next Thursday. Oh, it's coming up. Oh, sweet. So excited. Anyway. Uh, or if you're like, um, I'm ready to solve this problem now, but not just like solve the problem, but actually like work on the whole system Mm -hmm. message cam or me, our details are in the description box below in the show notes. F if you will. And the group, uh, the recovering Christian entrepreneur group on Facebook, it's bit.ly recovering entrepreneur group and living room is next thursday april 6th last time we talked about porn addiction we talked about shame we talked about adhd and business and how do you do life and business with neurodivergence we talked about like the struggles with showing up like we went deep yeah so if you're available for that and you want a place to just go deep with other people who get what it's like to go through the process of disentangling your faith from everything you've been taught and learning how to disentangle yourself to have success in business then show uh, up with a personal problem or a business problem that you would like to talk about and we'll we'll brainstorm solutions as a community it's really fun yeah it is a lot of fun I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Well thank you guys so much and let us know what you think. Please comment as well on anything that you would actually really it's it's open we try to be as transparent as we can so let us know your thoughts below and if you would like to be in the facebook group if you're on youtube yes if you're watching this on youtube hello and welcome and if you're watching on the podcast just jump over into the group and we'll have that conversation so Talk to you guys soon. See you later.